Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Cassie Schrader, and Tommy. We'll be right back to to kick things off with Tim Lammers right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, One of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour de Cure ride. Join me. Doug Sprinthal, Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash kqwalzer or email doug at walzer.com for more information. Behind new. I was singing along for a second there too. There's no business nice. like show business. I saw that, or whatever. Business like show. I don't know if you're supposed to be playing this or not because they yanked her. God bless America oh, because she was singing about blackface she's or something. Evil now. What? Yeah, Kate Smith apparently is evil now. Kate Smith. Everybody's evil, of course. Isn't you know, that Kate Ethel Merman? I'm pretty sure I'm evil. Well, is that Ethel Merman? We've known that for a while. myself. Is that Ethel Merman? Isn't it? Uh, It's Ethel Merman. Show business. Oh, I thought it was Kate Smith. They they sound exactly the same. Off we go into the wild blue yonder. (laughs) They they sound the same to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That sounds like uh, James Cagney sings. (laughs) Well, this is one of those songs Broadway. that comes in for a while. I love I do Jimmy Durante. I love Jimmy Durante. I do too. Mm. Absolutely. Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are. When you I... know what that was all about? Oh, no, no, I don't know what that's about. He said good night, Mrs. Calabash, at the end of every one of his shows because she took him in when he had no money, he had nowhere to live. She took care of him. And he paid her back, and every after at the end of every show, he would say, "Good night, Mrs. Calabash, wherever you are." Aww, how sweet is that? Isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful. It's at, so nice to have a human being that has gratitude. At <laughs> well, he's a nice Italian boy. At what? my funeral, if I oh, die before go. any of his, I want you to play "As Time Goes By" by Jimmy Durante. Okay, thank you. Nope. Oh, I love that song. It's a good song. It's a great song. Yep. How about we play Ink, a dink, a dink, a dinky do? Beautiful. We could play that. And obla dee, obla da. Just kidding. No, Ink, a dink, a do was a big hit by Jimmy Durante. Oh, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's 65 today. Happy. Is he? Yeah, it's his birthday. I can't do it, Jerry Seinfeld. Happy birthday to Jerry Seinfeld and my sister Vicky. And your sister Vicky. I thought that, yes. Happy birthday, Vicky. We love Vicky. Uh, I have a question for you. Let's, Let's correct the English on this statement, okay? It says, yesterday I asked folks to donate books and money to fill empty shelves of the Boganegasheg School in Minnesota. In 24 hours, we've raised over $50,000 and about 1,000 books purchased. Can't tell you how grateful I and the folks at Leech Lake Reservation are. Um, Correct the English on that. You never put yourself before the other group of people, do you? 
You do if you're a politician. Well, he's not a politician. He's a failed politician. It's a big right. difference. Yeah. So you would say how grateful the folks at Leech Lake Reservation are, and I am as well. Wouldn't that, wasn't that how you should put it? Well, I don't know if it's actually grammatically necessary, but it's you certainly... You put yourself before other people. It certainly would be more classy. Although it is Al Franken, so when you talk class, it's completely missing. Still one of the biggest pricks I've ever met in my life. He still holds the championship. And it's because really? he's about four foot one and he's pissed off at the world about it. Because we know a lot of pricks. Oh, do we ever. Like The list is growing. Where you guys are sitting right now, there's a bunch of pricks over there. Anyway. Yeah, you're not wrong. Bob Just one. Just one. Bob and I announced on the air today that uh, that we'd be leaving our, our current studio, so we're not going to have a show on Thursday or Friday. Due to eviction. We're not evicted. Well, they didn't evict us. Yeah, not evicted us. Them. We not didn't us. get evicted. Dude, we did not eviction. get evicted, no matter what your mom likes to say. But in any case, uh, I got so many calls from so many people, and I won't say the name, obviously, but every person I talked to, they said, isn't that what's his name? And I went, yeah. Mm-hmm. They go, yeah, there you go. Apparently he has a history of doing this. Apparently he did it at four different places. Yeah. How so fun. Now we're talking. Oh, wait a minute. Joe from Louisville just sent in. It, it, no, it's a flat-footed tie, basically, between who's a bigger prick, Al Franken or Jeremy Piven. Actually, Jeremy uh, Piven's probably a bigger prick than yeah, Al Franken. Yeah, I think probably he is, is, probably. Al's just really arrogant. Well, he used to be arrogant. I don't know if he still is or not, but he was. In any case. Well, he was on Saturday Night Live. Tom. Oh, boy. I mean, come on. 30 oh, years ago. So was Rich Little or whatever. Ago. Not Rich Little, but what was that guy's name? Rich something? There have been a lot Rich. of people on Saturday Night Live that just hit the skids. Yeah, that kind of does produce one hit wonders, kind of. You kind know, of like does. they can only do that. I mean, a lot of people have gone on to have great big careers. The original after cast, that. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The original cast did, and, and so did uh, What's Her Face? Tina, Tina Fey. And the blonde yeah. woman, I can never remember her name. Oh, Amy Poehler? Yeah, yeah she's doing well. Pretty yeah, sure Amy that's Poehler, who you mean. yes. They got some people. Yeah, I mean, it's like everywhere else. You know, it's like anywhere else. You just go with that deal. But so, yeah, we're looking for a new studio to move into on Thursday and Friday. So uh, that'll be good. Anybody has a spare basement with nice. (laughs) I said that. I was like, we have a mother-in-law suite in our basement. You can just come into our basement. We have a separate entrance. Too far out for the guests. No, Alex. So look, until you work this deal out, you can just come in from noon to one on the new uh, in the new studio. That's fine. Give me the Alex hour. We can do the Alex, Alex hour. Alex hour. And then All once about you, you once you work it out at your convenience, you just come in longer after that. Well, it's not that's my not convenience. It's just being able to deal with. Uh, well, I love saying, but you our like nanny. Your nanny right? I love her. Okay. So just leave it alone. You come in for an hour. That's fine. Our nanny came to our house. Because I told her, I was mm-hmm. like, she knows that Fawn gets really attached to me when we've been traveling. He gets really upset when I leave. And so she came over. She built her a fully wallpapered and decorated little house out of a cardboard box that she can go into. Aww. And she called it the Aww. Love House. And then she also brought ba- she brought balloon animals and was making her a wiener dog oh when I God. left. Is, yeah. Is like, this Mary Poppins? This is, this is like the hippie version of Mary Poppins yeah. is my nanny. She's wonderful wow. like okay so incredible we, just leave her we just went to for people who don't understand what's going on we went to arizona alex stan fawn sagey and me we went to arizona to visit my parents and um we did a vrbo which is like an airbnb oh god we, so we rented this house and um <laughs> so we were there four nights and <laughs> on our way out Fawn started crying because we were leaving our new house. The brand new house. (laughs) The brand new house. house. I mean, full on crying. Yes, she gets very attached (laughs) to things uh, and people. She does think, she she thinks that Nana and Bop Bop own about 12 houses on every continent in the world or something. I don't know. Yeah, she kept on asking. She's like, I like the carpet in your in your closet, Nana. <laughs> like, thanks. <laughs> She's been really big about complimenting people. Like, I was I was yeah. printing off a return label on the internet today, and there were pictures of shoes Judy. on the bottom of the page. She's like, I like those shoes. It's like, Judy. Oh, God. You're so What's weird. he doing now? Excuse me. He's got some sort of wood pieces. Wood <laughs> pieces. Dude, you have oh, wood. Oh, my God, Jude. You got the wood well, pieces. 
Yeah, I don't know what that Unbelievable. is. Unbelievable. Only Jude. Is Timmy Jude with us? Is right. Yes. Poor Jude. Oh, I so should mention weird. I should mention by the way before before we jump in with Tim, uh, one of the places we might go to is run by a man, I won't say his name, but he told Catherine that he is a huge fan of mine and I should run for president. So we should get a pretty good deal out of it. And I said, are you crazy? Ask not what your country can do for you, but how much money you can give my dad, the whoremonger that he is. I still love the I fact. I think that was part of the speech. Wasn't, that wasn't it, Joe. No. Well, look, here's a guy, here's a guy who traipsed his, uh, what do they call it again when you cheat on your wife? Mistress. Your, mistress, yeah, your bag. mistress. Ho-bag, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> exactly right. He would traipse his mistresses through the house right in front of his wife. And then he'd pat, pat her on the butt, his wife on the butt, and go, Good night, honey, I'll talk to you later. And he'd go upstairs with his mistress. Oh what a great family. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were my mom's favorite, though. The Kennedy family. She loved the Did Kennedy. Did she know about all this stuff? No, of course ah. not. That came out much later. Ah. Yeah, Toots would not have cared for all the whoremongering. No. As you would say. She honey. didn't even like mongering. She didn't even like mongering, much less <laughs> so. mongering. All right, in any case, so Timmy Lammers, uh, all-time box office. It took him five days to make three and a half, what, what is it, three, $350 million and $1.2 billion worldwide. $1.2 Oh, the Avengers? Yep. Endgame. Yes. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, $1.2 billion. And, and, and it's amazing <laughs> to think that last week their estimate was $100 million less than what they actually did. You know, personally, wow. and I went to the film again last weekend. Uh, my wife and two of my kids wanted to see it. And it was so cool to drive into a theater parking lot out in my neck of the woods. Um, mm-hmm. And it was the 115 we were going to. The parking lot was packed. I mean, I thought, this is so great. This is what it really should be about. I love it when the, theaters, the theater owners finally get tons of business. And um, mm-hmm. so it was. It was wonderful. I mean, you know, of course, it, it is. Yeah. You have to remember too. I mean, they were they had this thing on I don't know six, seven, eight screens running every fifteen minutes. You know, um, so that that it, it was great. It was great. And um, I think you were asking Bob earlier this morning on the morning show. I had about ten to fifteen minutes worth of previews uh, still. Oh, you did. So, okay, so three three hours yeah, but, and fifteen but, minutes. Yeah, it's a, yeah, three hours and fifteen. And, and you know what, actually, probably not even that long, because since I had seen the movie, and uh, this is not a big spoiler because it's out there everywhere, there is no end credit scene this time. So right, you yeah, yeah. can just leave right after. I, I waited till they introduced the whole cast because it's like a curtain call sort of deal, I will say. Um, so that, that, that's cool. So, yeah, you know, all in all, probably in the theater about, we got there about five minutes ahead of time because we were able to reserve our tickets which is cool. Um, so, you know, we didn't have to go early and sit because to get a good seat. You know, we booked the tickets online, picked out our seats, and, yeah, so it was great. It was great. And, and nobody felt, in my crew anyway, that it felt long, you know, three hours long. And uh, nobody felt that way, and nobody had to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle. I mean, it just held, it holds you. And that's how good of a movie it is. It really holds you for the entire time. Well, that's a good thing, yeah. Now, I do have to ask everybody a question, and Timmy, I'll ask you first, and then everybody else can chime in. Is it a bad sign that eight and a half of the movies that are in the top ten right now are fantasy? You know, I, I heard you talk about that this morning, and, and you know, yes and no. I mean, it's good that they are producing films that can help us escape. I mean, I think movies mm-hmm, really right. should do that. Um, you know, we get the serious stuff. We get all of our serious stuff in the fall with the award season and all that. I think where they could go wrong is that even some fantasy films, and thankfully this is not one of them, but they'll pollute those fantasy films by interjecting their politics, even in the fantasy right, films. Right, right, even in you the know, fantasy so films. Right you, may, you may think that you're going to get away with not having to put up with the garbage, but you still do sometimes. Not every time, and again, not here, thankfully. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, but you're right. I mean, I think that is a sign of our times um, that I, I, they know what sells. They know that superhero sells. And unfortunately, a lot of those films aren't as good as the one that I, you know, uh, Endgame. Endgame right, is, right. you know, at its best. 
Um, but a lot of times you'll, you'll still get superhero garbage. So, yeah. It is, it's so amazing to me, though, that we, we are in a position right now where the only movies that we'll go to let us escape from the horrible world the worldwide politicians and news delivery services have given us. People are sick to death of these politicians and news people. They're sick of them. I know I am. It's true. It's like, good God, would yeah. you, is there anybody you like? And I use it as an example. Chris Ryman Schneider was on this morning. Chris Ryman Schneider used to do a media column for Star and Tribune. He's doing the music column now. But he used to do a media column, right? And Chris would rip the hell out of me back in the old days, this, that, and the other thing. But he and I get along fine now. You know, you don't take it personally. It's his job. He didn't like the show. Good. You suck. Well, fine. You know, if you don't like it, that's your business. So Chris and I didn't get along very well years ago, and now we get along just fine. So, look, if a guy can rip the hell out of you, call you every name in the book, and I back at him, said he was a pain in the ass or whatever, but criticized each other to no end. Lovingly? No, <laughs> not lovingly. But now he and I can talk, and be, everything's fine. And it's not fake at all. Everybody can get along if they just try to I get along. That's the difference between, I think, professional people seem to be able to do that, right? Well, that's a good point. Well, but Chris and I are not professional people, so I don't know where we're going with that. Wow. Yeah. Well, now now we're living in a world of the battle of the clicks, where it, it, yep. everybody yep. in their <laughs> yep. cousin has a website, and mm-hmm. you know they, they're all looking for the scoop, and they're all looking to be first, and they report on rumor. Who would ever think that you would ever report on a rumor? Well, that, that, that rule is out the window. People report on rumors now. Maybe not so yeah, much and the, the fact that the news, the, you know, the, the hard news, but certainly entertainment, they speculate a lot, so it's terrible. Well, even, yeah, even major news outlets don't have fact checkers anymore. I know. It, it's, like, crazy to it's me. terrible. Everybody's got to calm down, take a couple of breaths, everything will be fine. You know, there, there's not one person. I, look, I've been called every name in the book a racist and a homophobe and a sexist. I don't hate any of those people. They're wrong, 100% wrong, and they did it to further their own careers, but I don't hate them over that. We'll be back in a couple of minutes more with Timmy Lammers. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff right after this with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here, and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK Spring Savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. What do 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 do? You think of that? We are back with the family, ladies and gentlemen. Tim Lammers with us. We were just discussing the power of the uh, movie uh, Avengers Endgame. One point two billion in the first five days. Three hundred fifty million in America alone. United States alone. Um, hey, by the way, I was going to ask you guys: Where is Spanish America? 
Does anybody know where, what, what used to be called Spanish America? Because I don't. I have no, no idea. No. Well, the, the reason I'm asking is because, uh, you know, this whole reparations issue and, and slavery and all that. Yeah. What says that the first black people taken out of Africa and put uh, forced into slavery, they were sent to Spanish America by Spain. Oh, they mean South America. I don't know why the hell they're saying Spanish America. So they say Spanish America and it's South America? Yeah. Well, so basically, I, I, it does beg the question then, why are only the honkies getting blamed for slavery when everybody else in the world was involved in it and we weren't even the ones who brought the, the Africans to America? No, I'm you, saying they did buy them, so I'm not letting them off the hook. That's not what I mean at all. If you acquiesce to people like that, they'll keep on pushing, <laughs> and white people are the only ones who did. I did. They just such candy ass. Oh, I hate myself right yeah. now. Every other white. race, if you try to pull that oh, kind of thing, they'll tell you to go to hell. Which they should. Which they should they tell should, you to go to hell because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Why did white people become such candy asses? Explain yeah, that. Tim. Honestly, don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't Tim. ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to keep the bills paid. That's all I want to do. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Oh, yeah. keep, I, keep the bills paid. I saw a very weird movie. And I was wondering if you ever saw it. Could he? It's it's called Serenity with um, McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, God, yes. Yes, And um, Anne Hathaway. You saw that thing? Okay, so what was it all about Alfie? I didn't even understand what was happening at the end. I was like, what? what? Are we in a video game now? What is happening? Yeah, basically, basically, yes. I mean, it was... It was one of those movies they dumped in the theaters at the beginning of the year when times were slow, and it is easily one of the worst movies of the year. And Hmm. you know what? I mean, are there other films that are more poorly produced? Yes. And more incoherent plot-wise? Yes. But when you have somebody like McConaughey and Anne Hathaway who are quite capable... Anne Hathaway, um, I you thought, sucked. yeah, Yeah, you just need to get something better, and you don't. It's... They were just everybody. Everything looks good on paper. It's just that when you try to film an impossible idea like that, and then try yeah. to cut it together, yeah. I mean, it just comes out as garbage. Okay. And what I'm a so garbage glad you agree. Out. We finally agree on a movie. <laughs> oh, we agree on more than that. <laughs> um, teasing, teasing. It's really nice, right? No, there. I, I, I saw it on the. Uh, no, I didn't see it on the airplane. I downloaded it because I was like, I need oh. some movies because I've got some really long flights coming up, and I need two movies per flight. So I was like, oh, that sounds like a good oh, cast. Yeah, Maybe this is good. That's a bait and switch deal right there when you have two people yeah. you know, and then you come up with that oh my god i'm not the biggest fan of i'm not the biggest fan of anne hathaway i think she's kind of the same you know what i'm not i'm hot and cold i think that she i think every and this speaks to the kind of movie serenity is every actor is only as good as their script all right and there have been some films i've liked her in and some that i don't um Mm. but in this case i mean you just had this script that it was nothing but a dead end, and, and again, you're right. You get to the point where it's like, what the hell is going on here? I know. Just... <laughs> I was trying to explain it to Tom, and I'm like, so it starts out like the old man in the sea where the fisherman's trying to catch the big fish, and then all of a sudden yeah. it's they're inside a video game, and I'm spo- not a spoiler alert because no one's going to see this movie in their right mind. <laughs> and then he actually mm. is dead. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? There are other people in there that Tommy, you might have, you know, fallen for it had the thing popped up. Jason Clark is also in it, and he's he really is? good as he. Oh, yeah. he really and, did. And yeah. uh, Diane Lane. And oh, I like Diane know, Lane so too. All these people that are yeah. great actors, and then it's like, what the hell? Yeah, it's just See? a horrible movie. I almost felt like they they filmed half the movie and then the last half didn't work and they rewrote it in a hurry and it just turned into a disaster. That's how I felt. Yeah, it was a disaster. That last half, yeah, I mean, literally, you sit back and you say, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Because it gets really, really strange, really strange. 
It's a, it's, it's, a, it's going to be nominated for Razzies. Put it that way. Hmm. Oh yeah, oh leave that God. one alone. Don't go see it. All right, Timmy, you have to answer for that South African nut job, whatever her name is again. What's her name? Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Oh no. Oh no. Do you see the latest deal with her now? No, no. And look, <laughs> I'm not I a fan of hers anyway. I'm not either. Just, I, look, I, I told you this before. I mean, I, I talked to her about 20 years ago, and really, she was a nobody. I mean, she right. had a couple films, that, and she was a piece of work then. Just, really? I'm so self-impressed. <clears throat> yeah. So okay, self-impressed. So here's her you latest. Know, and, and, but I like things Again, here you go, Catherine. You're talking about liking certain actors or whatever. I mean, you mm-hmm. see Charlize in a movie like... Um, monster, mm-hmm. um, or you see her in a movie like Mad Max Fury Road, and it's like, God, does she kick ass. But then, mm-hmm. again, they have to speak and say something. What did she say, Tom? <laughs> well, you know, she's adopted two young African kids, right? Two young African boys. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yes. yes. So uh, here's the headline. So she, she adopted two uh, African boys. They're, they're black kids. Because there are white people from Africa, too. They're African as well. Right. But these are two black kids from Africa. And here's the headline. Charlize Theron opens up about raising two proud black African girls. She claims now that both of them, not one of them, and at different times came to her and said, I am not a boy. Don't you think that's quite a coincidence that two three-year-olds... A few years apart, uh, that they both would come to her and say, I'm not a boy. Are they related? Nope. Oh. I, I just don't understand. What, what is it? And again, I, look, if you're if you're born a boy and you, you're actually a girl, I don't have any problem with that. It's your business, all the rest of it. It's just kind of fascinating that a star, very beautiful white woman goes and, and adopts two black children, which is honorable. That's great. But just by coincidence, a few years apart, they're both girls now. I think mathematically yeah. that's nearly impossible. Well, it smacks of shameless promotion. It well, really yeah, does. of course. Well, yeah, with, and with, that's what. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Catherine. Well, it just—I just feel sorry for the kids that they're using, being used as a pawn for her that's publicity stuff. About, it, yeah. That would be sad, really sad. Well, this okay, is here what's we go. Baffling to me. Here's what's baffling yeah. to me. She is. The reason she's talking, the reason we're hearing from her is because, and I'm going to review this this week. I haven't seen it yet, but um, it's called Long Shot. It's a movie with Seth Rogen and her. It's like a romantic comedy. So that's the reason we're hearing from her. Whatever happened to just talking about the damn movie? I mean, yeah, I know know. that. (laughs) I mean, you know, they, they have to take that opportunity to... You know, get on to the issues and all that sort of stuff. And, and again, I don't, I don't want to hear the same soundbite from everybody you know, right. in 10 different places. I want them to talk about different things, et cetera. But as, as a, 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 a studio, wouldn't you be pissed off if somebody does an interview and doesn't talk about the movie? Yeah. I you know, would. That, isn't that the point of doing these interviews? Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't get okay, that. Okay, you're you got to hear this. This is unbelievable. Charlize Theron is giving her children a taste of her South African heritage, but she says she's being careful not to force her own ancestry on them. The actress, 43, opened up about her family during Friday's episode of UK talk show The Graham Norton Show, which she appeared on alongside her co-star Seth Rogen, as well as Matthew Broderick and Zac Efron. Did Matthew kill anybody on the way over, on the drive over? No. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I have... T- oh, so they're, they're, they're actually American children. The two young black kids, they're, they're Americans, apparently. Oh. Are they? I've taught them a little, uh, a little Afrikaans, but it's a language filled with very conflicted history, she shared. Theron was born and raised in South Africa during apartheid, which ended when she was a teenager. I am raising two beautiful, proud black African girls, and I want them to find themselves and not necessarily push my ancestry on them, she shared, adding that she has taught them two very sweet Afrikaans songs about politeness, Theron's mom to seven-year-old Jackson and three-year-old August. Uh, Theron previously opened up about grappling with South Africa's history earlier this year. She shared how much the success of the Marvel superhero film Black Panther affected her. You fraud. Oh, my God. She is just disgusting. 
How you can use children, boys, girls, skin color. You're using every human element yeah. to further your own career. That's the, you pig. That's the world we live in right now. Oh, she's disgusting. Well, as long as people want it, they'll keep doing it. So I am very much a white African who lived and thrived under tremendously dark circumstances. It really marks you as a person. Whether that's your ideology or not, you're living in it, she shared. When you're young, you don't know anything different. You know something is wrong, but you don't necessarily understand the broad strokes of it. I would agree with that. When you were a kid, you have no idea. You just think that's how the world is. Yeah. Right. Right? I, uh, we were playing with Fawn down in Arizona, and she thought she was a moth. <laughs> so, she was a moth. You know, we were playing. We're, we, we were moths, you know. She was, don't take that seriously. She's three. Okay, I want to get this one last paragraph out and just tell you that this, in my opinion, if it doesn't stop the, the Sri Lanka attacks, the, the Australians, New Zealand attacks, the mosque attack in Poway, California, it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Because here she is, supposed to be a big star with a voice. Racism is much more alive and well than people thought. We can't deny it anymore. We have to be vocal, she told Elle last May. There are places in this country where if I got a job, I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't travel with my kids to some parts of America. And that's really problematic. You're causing hatred, you dumb ass. Look, there are either people that are too stupid or too mentally ill to understand they shouldn't do what they're going to do. But it's people like you that keep pushing this everyone hates everybody else message. And it's it's got to stop. Don't you think it has to stop? Well, you know, again, it's it's hard to take anybody like that seriously. But if you're going to talk, can't you be positive? I mean, you're you are nice. in a privileged yeah. position. And you could, for example, I mean, honest to God, man, um, Kevin Hart, uh, he did a couple interviews, well, he did an interview earlier this, this month, I think it was, with Joe Rogan. And the guy, uh, I saw a couple clips, and mm-hmm. he is so positive. Um, and he discussed this whole thing with the controversy with the Oscars and everything like that. But this man is so incredibly positive. He is a Tony uh, Robbins-level uh, sort of guy that can inspire you. I mean, it is just okay. amazing. Yep. You know, just yeah, it, uh, just uh, Google that, on, or I mean, look for it on YouTube. Uh, it's just so damn inspiring listening to him, and he is using his platform, if you want to call it for that, uh, for good. I mean, why can't people just use that good. opportunity, <laughs> that visibility for good? You know, it's not about her. So if she did that, there is that out there. Well, yeah, there she's clearly right. a narcissist. She's clearly a narcissist. Now, here's the other, and it's quite a coincidence. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying it's a hell of a coincidence that four years ago, your seven-year-old said that he was a girl. Or he didn't say that. He said, I'm not a boy. And then three years later, now the three-year-old says, I'm not a boy. So I have a question for you. If the oldest child is a girl, and and he, he, he was born a boy, but he's a girl, don't you think him talking to three-year-old, if the three-year-old said, I'm not a boy, he just wants to be like his brother, right? It doesn't mean his sexuality is changing. I mean, well, here, here's the last paragraph. This will show you how insane this woman is. And if she's in something, I would never think of going to see it. Now, remember, she's from South Africa, got huge breaks in America, became a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. There are a lot of times when I look at my kids and I'm like, if this continues, I might have to leave America because the last thing I want is for my children to feel unsafe in America. Oh, my God. South Africa. Yeah, that's a real solid spot. Yeah, you're just, she's pandering God, what a pig. Ugh. Ick. I want to hear her get more specific. You notice how she doesn't get specific? There are certain places, but she doesn't tell us where. (laughs) Mm -hmm. In America, she paints it with the broad brush, so we're all bad, I guess. Um, I would say get out today. She should should leave today. Get the hell out because you're not safe. You're absolutely right. Go away. Spewing this hatred. She came from a place where, I mean, her background is rooted in tragedy. It wasn't that her mom and what was the deal with that? Uh, And her father, did her mom take out the the dad? What was, do you know what I'm talking about? I think that's a possibility, which wouldn't reflect any mental illness on Charlize's uh, side, would it? Look, no, all of you well, Hollywood again, actors. I mean, 
you would you would hope that you have a situation like that and you look at the position you're in today and be grateful for where you are. That's for you getting would think out that'd be that. nice. Nope. I'm grateful to be in America. No, America's horrible. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back in two minutes more with Tim Lammers. And I hate Charlie's there and no. I don't hate her. She's just a pig. We'll be right back. The family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Are you playing the theme from Africa? Oh, Oh, God, you're the worst. Look, here's the deal. Uh, You want to adopt children of other races? God bless you. Everybody needs help. If you have, uh, you know, a child that uh, thinks they're not or, or, or is the sex they didn't, present as when they were born i understand that i'm not going after these kids at all that's not what i'm saying at all i'm just saying this pig of a human being takes advantage of everything in america to become a very wealthy woman and now all she can do is bad mouth america you're disgusting and you're using two little kids two little boys two little girls whatever they are and two little black kids to make yourself look better you're oh god you're disgusting Ugh, never, I would never go see anything she is in ever again. If indeed again. that's what she's doing, that's Well, just, what, what else could that's it a, be? I, I really, if she's really doing that, that's abusive to the child. Well, yeah. Of course, of course absolutely it is. it is. So she's, okay, sorry, I zoned out because everybody, you were just talking about how Horrible putrid and terrible is. she is. Well, maybe um, you should pay attention. So she's raising her children mm. without gender? No, she's raising her boys as girls. As girls, yeah. Because she claims they both said to her, I'm not a boy. <clears throat> one of them four years ago and one of them just now who's three but years statistically, old. Statistically, that's extraordinarily unlikely. Extraordinary unlikely. So I know somebody. I don't know somebody. It's somebody on Instagram that um, mm-hmm. she's a photographer that takes pictures of women like postpartum with their kids. And right. it's like a pretty thing, but she personally raises her children without gender. Like she she calls them them. Like they. You mean like the ants in the movie them? Sure. She calls them they instead of like her or. But who is that helping? And so I don't. She so her whole thing is she's like I don't want my children to feel like they need to be a certain way because they're a certain gender, and I don't want people pushing on the gender norms of. So in the point one percent chance that either of them have gender dysphoria, she's calling them them because they're too young to decide their gender. How old are they? Pretty sure Mother Nature did um, that for them. Their oldest, yeah. her oldest looks to be about like seven, and then she has mm-hmm. a baby. I will tell you this. She's going to give them a complex. When I was four years old, and I might not even been four yet, 
But I told my mother, reading the comics in the Sunday paper, I'd like to grow up and marry uh, Blondie from Blondie and Dagwood. A busty well, we blonde. A busty. So I did. Well, it's a little bit reddish tinged. Okay. Okay. But seriously, I, it's not that I knew my sexuality. I was attracted to her because she was very pretty. It was a little cartoon, but I thought she was pretty. Well, now, does sage, that mean I knew I was a man? Every no. time you take Sage out, and he's 10 months plus old, months old. That's all he is. He's just a little tiny boy. He, every time a pretty waitress goes by, he tracks her <laughs> and yeah, smiles. That could just be like a mommy exactly. thing. Yeah, it's a mommy thing. You never probably. know. Well, it could be. Well, but he doesn't do it to boys. That's why you never take anything to... a kid does seriously. Well, and like Fawn, there have been a handful of times where Fawn has said, like, you know, I'm a boy. You're a boy. Yeah, like, she'll exactly. just say sure. things kids or I'll know. be like, oh, you're the whatever queen. She'll be like, I'm not the queen. I'm the king. Right. Well, it's like imagine you know, if she like, said she's a boy, and then all of a sudden you start insisting that she's, that she's actually a boy. A boy. Yeah. And like, she would yeah. get really, really yeah. confused. Ridiculous. And that's she would like, grow up. Yeah, that's like on a yeah. parenting Facebook page that I recently left. Um, somebody was asking about they have a son who has a mohawk, and her daughter, who is three has been saying that she wants her hair to be like her brother's. And so she wants a mohawk. Right. She wants a mohawk. And she's like, I, she's like, I don't know if I should, though, because her hair is curly and his hair is straight. And so I'm worried curly that we'd... Mohawk, uh, she's like, I'm worried that we would cut it off and then she'd see it and be like, oh, my God. Well, you know? Yeah. She's like, because she's three. So she says this is what she wants. But get her, when it actually happens, will she be happy? Get her like a right. punk rock... Halloween outfit and put it on her and see what she says. Yeah, it's like a three-year-olds. You know, they Don't say change who she is because well, of some whim she has. And these the are thing. and three. these are kid, kids. It's like you know, I want watermelon, and then you give them watermelon and they say no, I wanted pineapple. You know, so it's hard right. to take. Like, oh, this is yeah. exactly what we're doing. Well, you know, just what you want. You're they're children. Yeah, they they think that you know Mickey Mouse is real. Yeah, you know, I mean, they live in a completely different f- world. Of fantasy it's like you can't you can't start taking a child's whims seriously no yeah of course not. i mean when they're older sure if that becomes something that they're you know talking about and you would you address it then but not when they're three i don't even know what the age would be you know where you would start going hmm maybe there's something to this when i was just short of three, I do. I actually remember saying this to my mother, too, because I had to wear a sport coat or a suit to church every Sunday when I was a little boy. That's we, why you won't wear one now. We I... always went to, to church every Sunday, and I was about to turn, oh, it was October, so I was about to turn four years old. And my mother said, put on your sport coat, Tommy, we have to go to, go to Mass. And I said, I'm going to tell you something, when I grow up, what is it? What is it? Oh, when I grow up, I'm going to be rich and I'm not going to be Catholic. <laughs> I told her that mm. when I was four years old. So she should have taken me aside and said, "Well, why don't we start following the Jewish faith since you don't want to be Catholic anymore?" I mean, that's how ridiculous the whole idea is. Don't you think? Yeah. So okay, so her youngest is three. How old is her oldest? Seven. And they've been being raised. They're okay. So they're born male. And she's yes. raising them both as females now. And how long has the seven-year-old been raised as a female now? I don't know, but apparently he, he told her that he was a girl, or he was not a boy when he was three as well. So that's another coincidence. He had two kids in a row that when they were three, which a lot of kids can't even reason until they're, what, about 11 or 12? Well, and four years ago, this child said this and she's been doing this and it just comes out today I know, you know, right before a movie i know uh, well and look here's my sorry here's my argument i don't care if the kids are girls good for you i'm happy for it. your boy's good for you you're american but she wants you to take you to africa south africa to show you how much better it is than america i don't think so <laughs> good luck with that but here yeah, good luck with that. It's not safe in South Africa at all, but somehow America's a hellhole. Here's my problem. To me, this appears that Charlize Theron, the pig that she is, is using children to further her career, uh, both as a movie star and politically. 
It does seem it's like unbelievable. that. It's unbelievable. It's just it's yeah. just disgusting. You would do that with two little kids. Well, God bless you, two little kids. I hope you grow up happy. That's all I'm saying. Well, and I, your mother's nuts. I could see. I can kind of see the a little bit of the not wanting to raise them with a gender in a way. Just because it's like, you know, you're going to like what you're going to like, and I don't want you to mm-hmm. feel pressured to like something just because you're a girl. Like, I get that a little bit. But having them be a boy and then changing them to girl is con- yeah, yeah. very confusing. Yeah, extremely confusing for them. I think that that would be hard to understand as a child. Let me put it this way. If I were a girl, good luck for me finding pantyhose. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it would be interesting. <laughs> Fitting those ba- babies over my calves would not oh, have been easy. Oh, they've got queen size. <laughs> oh, yeah. They do, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know There's that. There's a lot of, lot of large gals so, out there. So lest somebody wants to get on Twitter and go berserk, I am not saying anything about the boys negative at all. I am saying their mother's insane. I am. Yeah. She is using two human beings to further her oh. own career. Ugh. That does seem that way. It, that's not, that's so that's sad. not okay. All right, Tim. T- Tim, did you fall asleep? No, no, I'm here. I, you know, I, I just wanted to follow up on that comment about uh, her family tragedy. And this is, oh, yeah, uh, granted, yeah. Internet Movie yeah. Database. But, again, I've heard this before. I'm sure you did, too. It says, when she was 15, her father attacked her mother, and her mother shot him in self-defense. Oh, yeah. He died, but oh, the wow. mother was not charged in the incident. So, again, oh, man. It's I mean, good, yeah. you know. But, you know, she, again, this is, like you say, she's clearly using, again, using the, the, the platform that she like has it. to say this stuff. And, again, I can't imagine the studio's too happy about, uh, you know, using that platform instead of so. talking about the stupid movie. <laughs> but, you know, this is a whatever. comedy. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's coming out the, the second weekend of The Avengers. You know, uh, oh, we might want to give the people oh. a good reason to go see the movie instead of the Avengers. <laughs> I'm shocked it is that it's even coming amazing. out this week. Maybe that tells well, us something, question. though. Maybe I have a it question tells us that you. the movie isn't any good and they're just putting it out. Yeah, yeah it could it's be. Not getting rid of it, yeah. Has she ever been married to a man or a woman, Charlize Theron? I don't know. Has you she know, ever been married or was, does she date? She's been engaged a couple times. Sean Penn, remember? Oh, oh, God. No, he picks right. another nut job who's crazier than she is. At least one other time, there's this guy, um, I think his name is Stuart Townsend. Uh, I know she's been engaged a couple times. You know, that's the sort of stuff I don't care about usually, so I don't yeah, follow exactly. that closely. But for sure, mm-hmm. she's been engaged. I do know that much. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you... I, I, I guess I, I was aware that she adopted a couple kids, I didn't, and that's about it. Again, that sort of stuff I don't I don't care about, so I, I don't yeah. follow up on it. Here's my question for you. So basically, are we in possession of a woman who watched her father beat the piss out of her mother many, 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 many times, and finally mom mm. got sick of it and killed him? Do you think this is a the she-woman man-haters club? Is that what this is all about? I have a feeling it might be. Well, why would she adopt well, two again, boys I mean, then? You've got to believe that her beliefs are rooted in something. You just, yeah. oh, God, they don't yes. come from oh, nowhere, yeah. you know. I don't know. It's just, I feel sorry for and the two tragic. boys or I mean, two girls, that's a whichever tragic they thing. are. It's, it's too bad if, if you know, if that's, that's certainly the case. It is unbelievable. Uh, I thought she was really good in that, uh, what the hell is that nut job uh, movie? She was played that. Monster? Yeah, Monster. Yeah, I she thought was, she was very good. She in was. That she was very good in it. Yeah, I thought she, she was really good in Monster. Damn good, but... and that's 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 the yeah, quandary there. You know, she'll say things that you know make you raise an eyebrow or six. You know, but All yet six the same time eyebrows. when she does her job, she's watchable. You know, and and yeah. and, you, and you hate yourself for it. <laughs> no, no, I want to be entertained. That's all I care about. Just, that's just nice. entertain me. That's all I want. Right. That's all. I, I couldn't agree more. Just entertain me. That's the whole deal. I just want to look. I mean, it's a situation where I, I just I'm kind of wondering and I'm glad you brought that up. I'm wondering now if she if she deep down just because of her father was such a brutal pig that she is not a big fan of men. I mean, first of all, you hang out with Sean Penn. You must hate men. Didn't Good he God. beat up Madonna or yeah. something? 
Yes. Mm. He beat the hell out of Madonna, and then she hangs out with him. She's got yeah, mental problems, I'm telling be, you. I don't know. I've, I never heard why they broke up. They've kept that one yeah, well, hit, but it's you can't assume these things, but that is a good point. No. It isn't. Maybe I should go to see more fantasy movies because watching these actors is just go play Bugman or something. Then I can watch you. I don't want to see you as really you. I really don't. After you told me you might have to leave America because it's too dangerous for your kids. Yeah, South Africa is really nice. That's great. That's wonderful. What a lunatic. Well, you notice how all these people threaten to leave America, but none of them do. But none of them ever do. That's true. (laughs) I'm moving to Canada. I'd be happy to list their houses for them. Yeah, there you go. We sold your house for $45 million, and you owe me $4.5 million. Cough up. Let's go. Catherine, I think you've got a great idea. Just start advertising it out in Hollywood. (laughs) You've got an ad in The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, for all of you those hate America, sick, America yeah. call me. Yeah, yeah. Sick to death of living in the United States? Let me list your house. I don't think she should live here. You, you're from South Africa. You should go home. You should, because you don't like America. Why don't you leave the two kids here, boys or girls? It doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's up to them. But uh, you should leave the kids here because you're insane. So that's good. But, okay, so let, let's track this. They say things like, I'm leaving America. Right away, yes. that gets in the headlines. That gives them more attention. Yep. That gives them more mm-hmm. visibility. That leads to more work, yep. which leads to more money. Right. It's disgusting. It really is. It's absolutely disgusting. What are you going to do, though, right? And I'm really uh, glad I didn't marry Blondie when I was four because then I met Catherine all those years later, and I would have been a, a married man. It would not have worked. Yep. I would have missed your big chance. <laughs> that, that was that was said with conviction in a mischief pink all right timmy another hell of a week with your psychotic business of the movies well uh i i will be i know you're looking forward to it now i will be reviewing long shot with charlie theron oh my god i've never liked you i want to point that out by the way timmy do yourself a favor uh, you and the and the family, do yourself a favor. If you haven't seen it on PBS, Le Miserable is unbelievably oh, it's good. So good, really. It's really, really it's good. It's really man. well done. Well, Victor Hugo did okay. Great anyway, acting. You know. That is the deal. Do you know that Victor Hugo lived to be eighty-three years old? Did he? For some reason, I thought he was like seemed like one of those tragic characters. That's what. Yes, that's authors, what everybody thinks. Yeah, know. exactly. All right, Timmy, behave, and we'll talk right, to you we'll on talk what you Thursday. Thursday. All yep. right, Timmy. Thank you. We'll be back with the family.